This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, it's Laura and Angela. We would like to thank our sponsor Zola. Zola is reinventing the wedding registry and planning process to make the happiest moments in couples' lives even happier. It is free, it's easy to use, and it's super fun, and we both know because we've gotten to explore Zola. That's right. I have so many friends getting married right now, and Zola is such a cool thing to use. Like, if you're doing, like, a group gift with friends, they have a feature that makes it super easy to go in together with your friends. I did things the wrong way, and I registered, like, at particular stores, which don't have group gift features. So then what I did was I, like, returned a bunch of small stuff to buy, like, a table, but that was so annoying because Nick and I had to bring like a bunch of super heavy like La Crusette pots like back to a store and like we had to like take an Uber. It was like a whole thing. I really wish I would have known about this when I got married three years ago. Yeah. Zola just like gets everything that you love and puts it in one place. Yeah. It's super easy. Totally does. I got like this real these really cute uh, tablecloths from them. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Very yeah. Nice. Um, so guys, if you are getting married or if you have a friend getting married, please recommend Zola because with Zola registry, they have everything you love about your favorite department store. Plus things like honeymoon funds, fitness classes, wine subscriptions, and so much more. They have over 500 top brands and 50,000 gifts, experiences, and cash funds. It's also more than a registry. I know it's like really stressful trying to set up your your wedding website, whatever. Zola has free suite of wedding planning tools, including free wedding websites. That's so helpful. So helpful. To sign up with Zola and receive $50 credit towards your registry, go to Zola.com slash single. That's $50 credit towards your registry. Go to Zola.com slash single. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Now let's start the show. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. ba 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 Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Spera. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is The Engagement Game. Yes. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, how to worry a little bit better, and why one woman doesn't want an engagement ring from her fiancé. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest. She is an entertainment style and relationships writer for Good Morning America, and she recently authored the critically acclaimed book called The Engagement Game, hence the reason... (laughs) of this week's episode. It's a memoir about why she said, I don't to marriage and I do to me. Please welcome Joy Marie McKenzie. Thank you guys. Hi, Joy. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. I love your jingle, by the way. Oh, thank you. We hope it gets stuck in your head all day. It will. So in your book, you talk about how you were in a five-year relationship where you had never had a real heart-to-heart about getting married. And in the end, you ended up breaking up. Why do you think women are so afraid to have that conversation? It's scary and it sucks. I mean, but I have to give myself some grace because I was, I started the relationship at like 23 years old. I was a baby. I didn't know what I wanted. I was living the life. I was trying to get my, you know, graduate school degree. So it wasn't really, when I started the relationship, I didn't want marriage. It was all about me. And then around year two, it was like, oh, you're kind of cool. Can we, maybe we should do this forever. 
because that's what you think, right? Everything is going well. You're thinking, well, after a couple of years, this is what I should be doing. I should be getting married to this person that I get along with and I love. Yeah, people usually start that conversation around yeah. like a year and a half, two years. Right. The older you get, sometimes it's like after one year, after. then six months. But like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's too soon personally. But right. but yeah, usually after like a year and a half, two years, people start to have those talks. So, so at that th- point, you were like 25. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so do you want to get married? He's like, yes, of course, we'll get married. And he kind of sold so me you the did dream. Have the, you did have the conversation. Well, he kind of just told me. So we were like in a, a nightclub and halfway drunk. And he's like, you're going to be my wife. And I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> you know, and, and we sort of talked about it. We fantasized what our kids would look like. We... You know, I downloaded the Tiffany app and I was like, I like this one. Not that we could afford Tiffany, but you know, that's, I was living the dreams. And, um, I didn't know they had an app. Yeah, they do. Smart, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can download and like put your ring on it to like figure out your size. It's really, oh, it's oh, really great. Crazy. That sounds really fun to play with. Yeah. yeah. That sounds, I'm going to download yeah, it. Yeah, I might do that. <laughs> you should. You should. And, um, but yeah, so eventually we had a heart to heart and he's like, I'm burned out from trying to make this work. And I'm like, Ugh. You suck. And I sort of had to. <laughs> well, what does he mean out. he was burnt out? He was burnt out. And and I totally get it. I mean, in the book, I sort of write about how I was a people pleaser. Like in my relationships, I'm a Libra, so I'm used to like, I want everyone to like me. And and so I would shape shift and kind of change to make him love me even more. And, you know, he was the type of guy who loved women who cook. I can't cook. So I would try to cook, and that went bad. Like, I. It's just bad. You write about engagement chicken. Yes. Explain yeah, for those that don't know. Angela's heard of this engagement chicken before you mentioned it. There's like, I feel like there are engagement chicken whispers everywhere. And yeah. I just, I still don't know what exactly it is. So please. Yeah. All right. I will, I will tell you. So essentially my sister, you know, in the process of me trying to get engaged to this guy that I love, my sister's like, you should cook engagement chicken. And I'm like, that sounds stupid, but I'll try anything, you know, cause I, I love this guy. And I'm like, well, what is it? She's like, okay, it's this bird that you cook with lemons and spices and it's supposed to just magically make your guy propose to you. And I think that- so chi- it's like a magic potion, but it's chicken. Right. And like the thought behind it is that like you're domestic and you can provide a meal for a family so you can be my wife. I think that's the logic behind it. So very like antiquated ideas yeah. about- about the role about of what a wife is. Yeah, the role right. of men and women in relationships. Right. Very. And so that's how I felt. And I'm like, this is stupid. But I'm gonna do Google. I'm gonna do my Googles. I'm gonna <laughs> see what this is. So I Google and of course it's on Glamour magazine's website and I'm and I'm reading the comments because I'm still not convinced. And comment after comment was a woman saying, I'm gonna go cook the chicken, wish me luck, or the chicken works. No. People so, said it worked. Oh, yeah. But I didn't believe it until I read this one comment. And this woman said, you know, I cooked the chicken for my boyfriend. We were long distance. He flew into town. I cooked the chicken. We had this huge fight and he left. Well, my neighbor came over, ate the leftovers. We got engaged within a year. <laughs> Boom. And She's I'm like, engaged. I need this chicken. She's engaged. Oh, that, that's even better. I love it that her neighbor came over, ate the leftovers, and then she married the neighbor. So the engagement chicken worked, just not for the person right. she thought yeah. it was you going to. the right to. combination of person and chicken. So if you're smart, you'll you'll cook an engagement chicken and then just bring it to a bar. Yeah. And like get, get and a big let, bird. And let many men taste the chicken. And then you might get lucky. But you right. know Meghan Markle with Prince Harry, yeah. they were cooking chicken. I know. In his cottage. Engaged. We actually were just reading that. But, you know, 
they, yes, they were cooking chicken when he proposed, but if I had to together, like, so but it's kind of like nice. He already had but, the ring yeah, though. Yeah, he was planning it, but it's I guess like if you know your guy is like ready, but you, you want to speed up the process. Cook yeah, the I don't chicken. know, make the chicken. Yeah, I don't know if it works. It didn't work for me. But. Right. Well, <laughs> I, more you were touching on earlier about like ways that you tried to change for oh, your yeah. ex, and and you said like you're not the most natural cook, but he wanted a woman who cooked yeah, in the book. Terrible. I think you also said that he wanted a woman who didn't wear makeup, right? Right. And you st- did you stop wearing makeup? I didn't stop because I I just don't look good without makeup. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not one of those like natural beauties. I do love a nice beat, but Same. you know. Who's uh, the celebrity that was Alicia Keys? Yeah, she doesn't wear any makeup. I'm I like, wish. I'm like, yeah. If you're, it's really easy to be like, I don't want to wear makeup. If you're Alicia Keys <laughs> exactly. and you have Alicia Keys's <laughs> face, it's really easy to be like, no, I don't want to wear makeup. It's I like, just wish, yeah. It I also wish. just goes to show that women wear makeup really more for themselves than for yeah. anybody. For the record, we're sitting in front of Joy Marie, and she's gorgeous. Oh well, yeah, thanks guys. Are you even wearing I'll makeup? I'll take the compliment. Yeah. Yes, I am. I <laughs> see. So you can't even tell, though. Yes, it's I a am. very natural makeup. Thank you. Well, I'm. I've. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I can tell you everything, but uh, I'm not interesting. I had a girl once, like I, <laughs> and I think Angela knows who it is, but hmm. uh, I was like, <laughs> she. I. Anyways, I. Ha- I went to go like meet her. She was hanging out at. <laughs> I, I'm not a jealous person, Uh-oh. <laughs> but she was hanging out at like Nick's art studio. And then I called just to see what he was coming on. And he's like, oh, I'm hanging out here with this girl. I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, you can come over. I was like, yeah, I'll be there. Oh, yeah, maybe I'll stop by. And I was like, I'm coming over there now. But I like five just minutes five minutes later, but I just gotten back from yoga. I didn't have as much time to like put makeup on. So I like, I think I just put mascara on, which normally I'm like you. That's I, like, a good choice. I feel more confident with like. With like just a little bit of makeup, like I freckle, it just like evens everything out. Anyways, I come over. She's like, "Oh, you're not wearing any makeup." Like, see, I think of you as one of my makeup friends. Like, you always <laughs> oh have makeup on, but you like look so good without it. You should like not wear makeup more. You're just like one of my makeup friends. Nothing is more insulting. Oh by the way, when people was- are like, "You look so good without makeup," and I'm like, "Yeah, well, I may- wear makeup every day." Yeah. So what are you saying? <laughs> no, but but also to call me like a makeup friend. It was just like a total That's weird. It was like a I could tell it was like a neg. It was like a yeah, of course. Uh, it was like a mean girl like trying to like pretending to give me a compliment but then right. like calling me like like you're a makeup girl. You should not wear it so much. It's like how about you don't tell me what to do with my face. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks. But thanks. <laughs> thanks but not thanks. Now I hate you even more. I appreciate you. I already didn't like you and was like already like what what are you try- what are you doing hanging out with my my man? My boo. My boo. Uh, but but now your little nags to me are are I'm not giving you any extra leeway. Anyways, the yeah. on the make, that was about yeah. makeup. But so yeah, at what point did you realize that you were like becoming a different person or trying to become a different person for this guy? This guy who I who is a great guy, by the way. Um, I just felt like you know every time that we would have that we would hang out, I would need something to like make me feel calm like he did not make me feel calm and I realized like maybe if he was going to come over we were going to have a talk okay well I need to have a glass of wine before we have this talk because you're going to make me upset because you're so annoying and all these things it it just was like it what would the talk be oh well he was he's a lawyer and so he loves to argue anything it could be what I mean we would argue for and it wasn't really like nasty arguing I think we're both very respectful of each other, but it was just draining. 
And, you know, I, I work in a high stress environment. The last thing I want to do is come home and like debate what's the best show that came out on Netflix this week. Like I don't <laughs> care. And this would go on for four hours. But I say all that to say, like, I just felt more agitated than at peace with him. And I just had to make a choice. Like, what are you what are you doing to add to this situation? Well, actually, you're changing. You're not sticking up for yourself. You're not saying, you know what? I don't want to have this conversation. Like, you're not even being yourself. Um, and so as much as I wanted to make it work and, you know, eventually he does come back and says, okay, I'm ready. Let's get married. I just had to choose peace, you know? So when he told you that he, when he initially said like, I don't want to do this anymore after five years, had there been red flags? Like, did you? Yes. So you, it wasn't, it it wasn't like, you weren't like blindsided out after five years. No. Yeah. Well, I was blindsided. I mean, quite frankly, you're telling me we're going to get married. I'm your wife, you know. So I was a little taken aback that he was still like in this burnt out space, but I could understand. Like, it's not like we weren't not arguing, but I do. Yes, I wasn't blindsided and there were red flags. So the red flags for me was a, I was changing myself and I wasn't comfortable in my own skin around him. You know, he was very critical and I just was like, oh, well, he's a lawyer and they're always critical of everything. I think so. And so um, I just sort of, I would excuse it away. And I, and I also thought, um, you know, I'm a black woman. And so it's like, well, I can deal with that. Like I'm strong black woman. I can, you know, it's, he's picking on me. That's fine. Like I can deal with that. Um it, but I is think that, that something you had helpful. been told or like the role models in your oh, life yeah. like be strong you can like yeah, deal with be crap. strong you know this is not the end of the world like he's a good man he's a lawyer like you guys aren't really arguing we weren't arguing over much I mean there wasn't much to argue it's not like we were sharing a household or bills or you know a dog we, it was just us and so I think I was just putting up with a lot of his crap but and it was all crap that I could deal with but it's like do I want to deal with it mm-hmm. not not really it should feel easy, right? I, or easier than e- it sounds like yeah. it was. After you broke up with him, was there anybody in your life who was like, yeah, I never wanted to say anything, but everybody. Really? Oh, no. I was so pissed at them. I'm like, why did you tell me? <laughs> I'll tell you why you can't say anything. Because if you end up marrying that guy I know. and they've said something to you, then for the rest of your life, you're going to think like, I don't really want to hang out with my friend Tiffany because she doesn't, I like know in the back of my head, she doesn't think we should be together and that's not cool. So like, it's like kind of like, it's smart of the friends to keep their mouth shut and to kind of let you come to it on your own though. But I wish they would just tell me. My mom did. She was very brave, but she's very sweet. Um, And she just said, you know, Joy Marie, are you happy? And I was like, yes, of course. Like uh, I was almost offended by the question. Like, yes, of course I'm happy. Um, and so, and I just knew how I felt right away, like inside, like, obviously I'm covering up for something. So I'm like, Oh, I hate that. She's always right. (laughs) So my mom said that she just asked me that one question. She never even said, I don't think he's the one, but that one question was just like, Oh, I'm going to have to address this Mm. at one point. And so that always stuck in the back of my head, but I was, it was nice of her not to say anything. Do you find that now you're more honest with friends that you see ever like in a bad relationship or something? I see, the thing is, I'm always the honest friend. So don't come to me if you want me to tell, like I am always the honest friend. It's got me into trouble. It's, people have, you know, cut me off, but I, it's fine. Like I need to tell you, yeah. this guy's probably going to screw you over. Right. And I'm always right. 
So, I mean, yeah, but I've been cut off from friends before when I voiced my yeah, it's hard with them. Yeah. I mean, but it's some like I won't if I don't like him, I won't say it's personal. I don't need to like him, but if he's being vile and nasty to you, then I'm not going to stand for it. That's good. That's yeah. a good friend. I mean, that's I guess that that is what I would want, even though at the moment I might not know that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. they always come back and say thank you. <laughs> but it takes a while sometimes. Um, your book is dedicated to, quote, all the women who were told they weren't the marrying kind. Yeah. Is that something that, that you've ever been told? Is that is that a thing you've heard a lot of? So not me personally, but but uh, dating in my dating life, I would always hear like, oh, you're not wifey material. Like you're going to be like um, a businesswoman. <laughs> You can't and be both. Be, yes. Yeah, what the hell? Be, what I would like, like what about me? I would be sitting in like a flowy shirt. Like what about me looks like a like a businesswoman? I'm just trying to do both. Can I have it all, please? And yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I just I would always get that. Or like, oh, you're like the best, you're like a good friend, but you're not like the girlfriend. Because mm. I guess I was always busy and, you know, doing me and writing and worrying about myself. Well, but. how do you feel now? Do you feel like do you think your wife material? And is that an important of way to feel? I, am. I mean, from and it's not to every woman. I have mm-hmm. to if you if you don't want marriage, that's completely fine. But I do. You know, my parents have been married for fifty years, so I see it. I want it, and I'm not ashamed to admit that. I think like I want to be in a long term commitment. However, I understand there's women out there who don't want that. Um, I do, and I can't. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but yeah, I just don't. Get, I don't care what. I always say that, like, if you say that I'm not the marrying kind, I'm not the marrying kind for you. Right. And I've never had a problem meeting guys. That's not my issue. But um, so, I, I, yeah, I don't yeah. care. I don't think there's one type. I mean, do you think that there's one type of marrying kind of woman? No, no because I she think, sounds boring. I, think, <laughs> I mean, I think when you're in a relationship, like, whether you want to get married or you don't, either is obviously fine. But then when you do get married, like, Every type of person has a different marriage. There isn't like right. a marriage that is like the staple of a marriage. Like everybody creates their own relationship and their own rules and their own their own thing. Like I have friends that don't travel without their husband ever. Like like mm-hmm. that sounds and, scary. And like but like you know that's what they want and that's mm-hmm. and that's okay. And then and then I have friends that go on trips all the time by themselves. Just I mean that's just vi- one very small minute example, but my point is like you kind of create your your own your own world of yeah. like what are the rules, like how how we navigate what a partnership means, and and I think it's interesting. It kind of reminds me. Can I can I read this thing? So there's you know Jemima Kirk from Girls, yes. Girls yeah. yeah. So she has like an art show that's opening next week that I'm going to go to in oh, New York, nice. and um and she recently got got divorced, and so her her art show is like a series of paintings of of different women in wedding dresses. And I just want to read you like the the little paragraph of why she decided to do this. So after her own divorce, Kirk was drawn to the subject of weddings and why women who were otherwise progressive feminists are attracted to an antiquated ceremony and its associated loaded symbology and strict gender roles. Kirk found the desire to participate in the pageantry 
and pretense, both confusing and deeply intrinsic. If women are aware of the power in participating, why do they continue to do so? The resulting portraits do not provide an an answer, but an entry questioning the individual's role in a continuing societal construct. I don't Mm. know. There's, I just find it, I find it relatable to, to, to your book and the topic of this podcast. And it's interesting because this happens to be opening this week, but, but yeah, I think it's true. I want to go see that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even, it's funny because my friends, they always say, oh, you're different. I don't like, I could go to the courthouse. I don't need, I don't want a big wedding at all. Um, And my boyfriend and I, we have sort of planned out our lives together, which has just alleviated my anxiety. Um, So that's how I did it differently in this relationship. Like we spoke about marriage right from the beginning. Do you want it? If you do, great. If not, bye. You know, so it was it was great. And we sort of planned out our lives together. And I just don't want a big ceremony. I could go to the courthouse. I don't, you know. Which is great. You, everyone creates exactly what they need. And now you, now your new boyfriend, do you find that like he, like all the things that your ex-boyfriend didn't necessarily appreciate, appreciate about you that you're like career focused and ambitious and that mm-hmm. maybe you're not the most domestic, but <laughs> nope. you can get stuff done. Like, does he appreciate those things about you? Which and, Angela and I can relate to. Yeah. About the domestic. The lack of domesticity. Yeah, the lack of domesticity. Yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, I don't know what it is about us, but sorry, Mike. uh, (laughs) Sorry, Mom. But um, yeah, I think the thing is, my ex also appreciated me, but I think that he was raised differently. Um, I think he was raised in a household where men sort of decided what was what, and I was raised in a household where, like, you decided together. Um, so like my dad was the breadwinner when my parents initially got married and now my mom is. And, and I think that provides a different dynamic and like our expectations of like what women and men should be doing in like a partnership in a, in a marriage just did not match up. And we didn't talk about that because we didn't want that initially. Um, so I, I think they both appreciated appreciate me, but I think my boyfriend now, we're more compatible. We see life the same way. He's also a Libra and just like a sweetie. <laughs> and um, he's, you know, and he, uh, yeah, he's dope. I love him. Good. <laughs> one, one more question before we move on. Does your ex know you wrote the book? Of course. And is he read it? He's a lawyer. So I had to, I had to be like above board. Oh, okay. And it was funny because I finished writing this book three weeks after I met my new boyfriend. So I ha- I was like, okay, I'm going to go have dinner with my ex so I can get him to sign this paperwork so that he can promise never to sue me because I thought that was like the way to do it. I'm like, is this okay with you? He's like, yes, go, wear a tight dress, just get it done, get it signed. <laughs> so I go to this dinner, does not sign it as any smart lawyer would do. You know, we are like debating about this again for hours. He's, we're staring each other down. He refuses to sign this this. Um, this waiver, which is fine. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just make sure I write it so that I can never get sued. And I did. I sent him the book six months in advance, hoping that if he had any changes or anything, I could do that. And he didn't send not one change back. He just said, I'm so proud of you and I wish you the best of luck. Oh, that's great. I know. But didn't sign the waiver? Never signed the waiver. Uh, I mean, you know, if you, if, you don't have to sign, if you don't have to sign something, you don't, yeah, that's one thing we learned with, with, uh, Working with with like managers, like if you don't have to sign something, don't you don't want to sign something? Yeah, you know? it's yes. smart. All right, yeah. we're going to talk more about 
engagements and engagement game later on. But for now, let's jump into what's in the news. Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? Okay, so I read um, something from your favorite, Science of Us. Kristen Wong wrote a piece about how to worry better. Um, She said, unsettling and fearful thoughts aren't always a bad thing. In a study published earlier this year um, by the Social and Personal Psychological Compass, the authors argue that worry can be an emotional buffer by providing a desirable contrast to subsequent effective reactions. What that means is when you worry about something terrible, however unpleasant it is, it prepares you for what follows, which makes the situation not that bad. So worrying can actually be good for you because it tempers your expectations. Um, They did say, though, like, you need to find a happy middle ground. You can't worry too much. Don't worry too little. So they have a bunch of how-tos. Number one, they said it's good to schedule worry time, which is not something that's ever occurred to me. What? Yeah. (laughs) It's called stimulus control, and it's um, like a whole scientific thing where you're supposed to carve out the same time each day um, same amount of time where you just focus on your worries and then don't think about them the rest of the day. That seems impossible, huh? I think that's this a is, good idea. Though. But if you like start to feel yourself worrying, you tell yourself, "No, it's not time. I can do this." You know, five o'clock for forty-five minutes. That's my time to do it. Um, and then it's supposed <laughs> to also help you sleep better if you because like a lot of people when they lay down at night to go to bed, they start thinking about their problems. Then. Yeah, I do that. So if you save it for a certain time. Um, Another thing is separate productive thoughts from unproductive ones. If they're unproductive, you just tell yourself to stop thinking about them. If they're productive, you ask yourself what you can do in that moment to fix the worry, which is something that I was one of like the best things that I ever learned from my old therapist was like, if you're worrying about something, you ask yourself like, okay, what can I do about it right now? And if you can't do anything about it in that minute, there's no reason to think about it. Right. So you just do something else. That would kill me though. I would still worry. <laughs> well. But I do like the worry schedule. Right? I like doing the worry yeah. schedule. And like that that might not be for everybody. So another thing they said journaling mm-hmm. is really helpful. So like journaling will help you find a conclusion. So like if you're um, if you have something that's been like ongoing and you can't stop thinking about it, just like write about it every day and you'll eventually find your own answer. And then the final one was be kind to yourself. Throw yourself into an activity that's distracting, but also pleasurable. A lot of these cross over with the article I read a few podcasts ago about how to be happy. An article I read in the the Times. The journaling was in that one. So was be kind to yourself. Um, They didn't say to schedule worry time, but they they did say to keep like rumination, which is something I've heard a lot lately, down to like, I think it's like 10 minutes or less or something like that. 10 minutes to worry. I, know. I don't know. So many <laughs> worries. I, True, I say right? give yourself 45. <laughs> Maybe on and off. Maybe not 45 straight because that could give you a nervous breakdown. I don't but, know. Yeah. It's a lot of time. A lot of worry time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, self-preservation is like, I feel like the new buzzword. Maybe not new, but. What, what do they mean? What does that mean? Like right. self-care. Just like taking time to, to like do like a spa night, you know, and like. Turn off your that. phone and don't read Twitter. And do like, you do that? Oh yeah. I mean, I journal. Like that's how I wrote this book. I was based. This is mostly my journal, um, and I love journaling because it doesn't judge me, and I can just be my most authentic self. Are you worried someone's going to find the journal? I have. I use Diaryland.com, and it oh. comes with a lock, like a password, like a double protection. But I'm always worried. Like, what if I die tomorrow? <laughs> 
I still don't want people to read this even after I'm dead. You know, when I'm when I die, I want someone to read it. It's really funny. I think <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty. I I actually regret. I found old journals from when I was in like middle school and I got halfway through them and I the cringe was just so painful that I I literally ripped up the pages and I was like no one can ever see this this is so bad (laughs) and now I regret it because it would have been really funny to like go back and read like what I was stressing about in like eighth grade yeah (laughs) like what boys didn't like me I have my diaries but they're they're all they're at like my parents house and I hope that they never find them my mom reads them that's why I had to go to diaryland.com she's so nosy She's so she like read. She's like, yeah, I, I found your diary. You had a five year plan. I just want to let you know you you got everything on the list except for the husband and kids. I'm like, I know. Oh my god, <laughs> she really got into your diary. That's pretty good though. Yeah. What was what else like, was on your right. list? I think it was moved to New York. I was I was living in D.C. at the time, so I said move to New York, get a grad degree, like probably get a job in journalism or something. Very practical know. stuff yeah. on your yeah. list. Yeah, it's not hard to, to. Not everybody can hack it in New York. Good yeah, good job. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks. So yeah, those those are the tips from Science of Us. What are you reading, Laura? So I'm reading one of our favorites, Cosmo. Sexy. This is an article written by Alexandra Fine, why I didn't want an engagement ring when my fiancé proposed. So here's what she writes. The fact that the power and initiative rested with just one partner already rubbed me the wrong way. If my partner is the giver, I am by fault the receiver of the ring, she means, which doesn't really set us up for a future of equality. She's like, I'm in charge of my life. I'm in charge of my company. Why should I take a passive role when it comes to my engagement? Uh, on top of that, her fiance didn't really care about engagement rings. And he, you know, to find out that his future fiance didn't want one probably made him pretty stoked because that meant he didn't have to like <laughs> save up, save up and pay for it. He's like, you don't want a ring. All right. Yeah, I agree to equality. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So anyway, she says after many long chats, we eventually agreed that a ring wasn't for us. So do you guys want to take any guesses of what he proposed with instead of a ring? Oh. Uh, food, flowers. Okay, we got a couple votes for food and flowers. What are you thinking, Angela? I hope he didn't do one of those. Well, he wouldn't have done a ring pop, right? That's like, I hate when people do that. I don't know. This is this is what <laughs> this is what I find interesting though, because she still had him propose right with huh. so with she, a gift with something. So I just don't get how this is different than than a ring. <laughs> yeah, she's still the receiver. Okay, so we've got food, flowers, and you're guessing ring ring pop, right? Okay, so so this is what she said. So on, there's a million ways that marriage exacerbates outdated sexist traditions, whether it was your family quite literally putting a price on you via a dowry or a bride being treated as a tool for political negotiations. She wanted to get rid of all these outdated rituals. So this is what he oh proposed with because this, you know, the, the, the reason was these, you know, outdated rules and equality. A few months later, she opens the front door of her apartment to find her boyfriend sitting on his keyboard surrounded by candles. There were flowers. (laughs) One point for joy. There was wine. There were waffles. He started to play Our House by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young on the piano and proceeded to get down on one knee. All pretty traditional traditional so far. Before she knew it, he was reaching out under the couch to pull out a 28-inch tempered steel Japanese sword. In her blood red scabbard. He proposed with a stupid sword. 
But what? what, Was there like a meaning? She says sometimes she's like envisions herself as a warrior and she's like a big fan of Game of Thrones. But I'm like all for like, I get the whole like, you know, I don't need an engagement ring and like diamonds are worthless and like they are. They are. I get that. They're not worth anything. You can watch it on Adam Ruins Everything. (laughs) They explain why diamonds. (laughs) I, I get all that. But I guess I'm just a little... Personally, I'm like her her whole reasoning is that she didn't want to play the passive role in her engagement. She wanted like a future of equality. She didn't like these outdated things. I guess I just he still proposed with like flowers sword, the and the most right. outdated weapon of the yeah. ball. Right. <laughs> what are your guys' thoughts on that? So like her fiance proposed with a sword, but I still don't think it accomplished what she was hoping to accomplish personally. Precisely. Well, what do you guys each think? Yeah, I agree with you. I think I, I agree with her on all her points. I think the engagement process is like the one thing that is still not equal. And we're saying that we're in equitable relationships. Okay, well, can we put that into practice at the very inception of marriage, at the very start of it? Um, and so an engagement process doesn't really allow that if only one person is asking. So perhaps she should have just had, like she should have asked him too. Or just like, had a, a discussion or like a conversation. You're like, you want to get married? You want to get married? Yes, great. We're we're now equally engaged. deciding, and we're and now after this conversation, I agree. We are officially right. engaged. But you know, some people love like the ceremonial part of it. They don't want to admit it, but it's like I want to tell my my kids the story of how we got engaged. Great. Well, then you plan a proposal. He'll plan a proposal, and then you've asked each other. Right. Yeah, but then just don't write this article about right. like. I just think it's a little hypocritical to write an article about how like. You don't want to be the receiver and you want this future of equality and you don't want to take a passive role and like, you know, doesn't want to exacerbate outdated sexist traditions when like you literally followed all of the outdated traditions <laughs> except with a sword instead of a ring. I still just don't understand how you accomplish what this article says you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. I was with her up until the sword. Right. It seems like a um, she tried to find a way to justify getting a sword. Her, yeah. The quirky engagement. She found a, a good angle, but at the end of the day, it's just a quirky engagement. <laughs> but don't like I feel like it's a little high horse and like and a little like keywordy, you know yeah. what I mean? Like a lot of these are like, yeah, this is like of the moment, key you're hitting all the keywords of like outdated sexist traditions. We agree. But and we agree with all that. We agree with your reasoning, but not your execution. It's yeah. funny. I actually I mentioned on a previous podcast that I have friends that recently got engaged without a ring, but they just they bought the ring later. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like she was against rings. She was actually super into rings. That's why he waited so she could pick it out. Aww. But it got me thinking about like the significance of having a ring there in the moment because I was kind of like, I I would want a ring. Like I didn't think I don't think of myself as traditional, but I was like I would want a ring. But why? Why do I feel that way? And I think it's because it, for me at least it shows like that it's it's you're serious about what you're asking and it that would maybe it's just like my insecurity but I would want to know like you've invested like time and thought and like it's not like just spur of the moment it's like I think that's fair that's fair I mean I don't I don't think I need a ring in the moment but I do want a symbol of whatever sort to let everybody else know that (laughs) I'm now engaged right and that you are you know, and you will soon get your symbol to let everybody else know. Because really, I just want people to back back. You know, I'm in a relationship, and this is the physical manifestation of it. So I don't have to tell everybody. Right? It's you, just I'm just I'm just lazy. You need something to Instagram. I know. <laughs> no. Oh, no. 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 
no, I don't know. I'm not going to do an announcement. Oh, good. <laughs> I just feel like it feeds, it feeds into that whole, I mean, I used to be that girl. I watched Say Yes to the Dress. I used to be obsessed with it. I brought all the bridal magazines. Like I, I still follow some, you know, bridal accounts. I'm not too proud, but whatever. I still love those accounts on Instagram. But like, I just feel like the ring, like, why are you taking a picture of the ring if you're now saying you love this person? I know that rubs me the wrong way completely when people are just like a close up on their knuckle. What if you do both? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure like three and a half years, whenever I, I think I did both. Is that okay? (laughs) She's like, don't judge me. (laughs) Completely. The ring was so pretty. Honestly, you do what what makes you happy. I wanted to share it. It was so beautiful. You do what makes you happy. I don't know. I have no problem admitting like I, I, I am a little traditional when it comes to certain things. Like I know my actual relationship is one of equality. I have no problem admitting that there's some traditional things I, I really I really do like, like the ring. I also have no problem with the fact that that we designed it together because I don't Aww. I don't marriage should be a discussion that you both come to. It shouldn't be some surprise. We've said this before. Like this is, you're talking about for the rest of your life. This is not some like surprise. Doesn't need to be like some surprise, like shocker that you didn't even talk about getting married and just happens. And like, like, it's fine that, that you. Won't go well. That's not. That's not. That's insane. Mm-hmm. You're literally making. You're both making this decision. So like we talked about it a lot in like detail, and we like made the decision together, and like went to look at rings together. It was like that's a nice. joint decision, you know. Yeah, that's what I want to do. But mm-hmm. anyways, all right. Well, um, I'm glad to know that you know none of us will be getting a sword. Nope. <laughs> for no, any you. gifts, but uh, you know, cool, cool for you. Over here, we're actually, we're with the idea behind the sword. I support yeah. the sword if you like the sword. Yeah, exactly. Right. All right, we are about to jump into our mailbox in just a bit, but first, let's take a quick break to thank some of our sponsors. We would like to thank our sponsor, Movement Watches. Movement watches are the coolest watches. I love wearing them when I'm dressing stuff down, when I'm dressing stuff up, when I want to feel profesh. Yeah, movement kind of turned me into a watch person. I was never a watch person before. I always just checked my phone. But then I started looking on their website and I was like, these are really cool. This is like shopping for jewelry. I just got their new Mod Watch. They have like a new collection called Mod and it is so cute. It's all black, super sleek, really into it. Because before that, I I also have an all rose gold watch, which I'm obsessed with. I have a black watch with like um, a rose gold center i almost got that one yeah it's pretty it's pretty cool got a lot of compliments on it they're also super reasonably priced that's right movement watches start at just 95 dollars at department stores you're definitely looking at 400 to 500 bucks so that's a big difference movement figured out that by selling online they were able to cut out the middleman and retail markup providing the best possible price they have classic design quality construction and styled minimalism that both laura and i love that's right. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash single. So that's movement without the vowels. Get it? mvmt.com slash single. See why movement keeps growing. Check out their expanding collection. Go to movement.com slash single. That's mvmt.com slash single and join the movement. 
We would like to thank our sponsor, Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers perfectly portioned frozen superfood eats straight to your door with your choice of smoothies, soups, breakfast bowls, or plant-based sundaes. They have so many choices. Personally, I'm a huge fan of their smoothies. I just add some like almond milk or coconut milk uh, or coconut water, and I've got like a delicious breakfast like packed with healthy fruits and veggies in my belly. Um, so before my boyfriend Ian even knew that Daily Harvest was a sponsor, he decided to get me a subscription for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Very romantic. Well, because he knew I was skipping meals, so he wanted me to have my overnight oats, that, at which Daily Harvest provides. That's actually adorable. Yeah, it's it's the sweetest food-based gift you could get someone. It really is, because you know, when it comes to getting more fruits and vegetables, Daily Harvest is an easy choice. So I think that's so cute that he was showing his love by wanting to keep little Angie Pie healthy. Yep. And I haven't been hungry anymore because I eat my Daily Harvest every day. Good job. I see it. Your skin is glowing. Thank you. So if you guys would like your Daily Harvest, you it's really easy to use. You store your Daily Harvest cups in the freezer until you're ready to make one. Then you prepare each cup and you add water or like Laura said, coconut or almond milk. If you're feeling fancy, whatever, you blend it or you heat it. Daily Harvest produce is organic and unrefined and looks as good as it tastes. You can actually see all of the whole ingredients when you open up the cup. Things like cacao nibs, which are my favorite, chunks of mango, whole raspberries, pumpkin seeds, and coconut meat. It's great. Go to daily-harvest.com. Don't forget that dash. And enter our promo code SINGLE to get three items free in your first box. That's promo code SINGLE for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. Daily-harvest.com. Use our promo code SINGLE. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox for Joy Marie to help us answer? Okay, first up, we have an anonymous listener who wrote in with the subject line, help. Um, she says, I need your help. A couple years ago, I met, oh, I'm sorry, it's a guy. Anonymous is a man. He says, a couple years ago, I met a girl who is absolutely incredible. She took my breath away the night I met her. And even though she had a boyfriend at the time, the universe somehow broke her up with her boyfriend of four years and we dated for a year. By the way, let me just jump in. I'm the one that picked this question. It is crazy. It's okay, so hard gosh. for me to answer. So I'm excited <laughs> to right, have you. Then it's going to be all on you, Joy Marie. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God, anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, we did long distance, an uh, hour and a half drive between cities, and it was successful. At the time in my life, I was thinking about future careers, both inside and outside of the state we live in. Long story short, she thought she was doing the right thing and broke up with me to allow me to achieve my full potential, even though I said I would be happy to stay in state. Fast forward a year uh, a year and a half later, we stayed in touch on and off. She returned to her ex-boyfriend, and now they are newly married. Oh, uh-huh. no. Um, but the universe landed me in my dream job, and it is a job that's 30 minutes away from her. Distance is no longer an issue. Ex- oh. Except for the fact that she's married. Oh. I know. I know. But wait. So at this far, in, at this far into the email, I'm like... No, like, I'm like, I know what my answer is going to be. My answer is going to be like, stay the fuck away from her. <laughs> right. But you missed your chance, honey. But wait, yeah. just wait and hear the rest. So okay. distance is no longer an issue. Yeah. So just to recap where we're at so far, <laughs> this girl had a boyfriend, mm-hmm. broke up with that boyfriend and dated the guy writing in mm-hmm. who thinks that she is the love of his life. They broke up because she thought she wanted him to like, you know, go live his life and get a job. She didn't want to hold him back. She went back to her ex, 
is now married to him. But wow. now the guy writing in is now 30 minutes away from her. Also, let it be noted again that the ex-boyfriend she was with for four years and she only dated this anonymous guy for one year. One year. And yes. Then, that so is important It's been more know. time with yeah. the ex that she is currently her husband. So, right. But <laughs> now he says, when she found out, she cursed me out and told me that she was still incredibly head over heels in love with me. And holy mother fudger, we kissed last night. And she claims that now that she and I are close, that she doesn't want to be married to the man she's married to. Oh, my God. I believe this girl to be the closest (laughs) thing to a soulmate possible. And when I say the universe has helped us out, I mean, things happened that were too good to be true for a coincidence. Also, me and her are both 24. Mm. Okay. A yeah. little young. Yeah. Um, any advice you can give me, uh, for, give for me and her would be greatly appreciated. Oh my God. That's, isn't, that's a good one. Isn't this a good one? Okay. Joy Marie, oh, take it first? away. Take okay. it away. Yeah. You first. <laughs> okay. Let me just digest this. So you're 24 years old. You I, I'm going to, I'm going to go, job. I'm going to go and find like what I wrote back. Cause now I don't even remember what <laughs> advice I gave. Yeah. This is interesting. I'm glad that he said his age because 24 is like that. And I wonder where he lives. Like, is he in the South when people get married at 24? Is he in New York where people are like where it's 24 weirder if you do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I'm not sure. I don't think he said. But barring geographic <laughs> marital pressures barometer, um, this is what I this is what I'll say. I will say, if the universe really wanted you guys to be together, he would make it so that both of you are available to each other. And it seems to me that she's not available. She's in a marriage, and I and I I take that very seriously. Mm-hmm. So if she said her vows to a man um, before her friends and family, maybe she said it before a religious being. She should take that vow very seriously, as should he, because karma is a bitch, and will come back to you. And you don't want to be married five years from now, and then your wife go off and kiss this soulmate, you know. Um, so with that being said, if you guys are in love and that's a po- I'm not going to take those feelings away from you guys or discredit them, then you should make yourselves available. So whether that's break splitting, divorcing, she needs to make herself available and she needs to do that fast or mm-hmm. or I think it's going to be messy. Like, you know, my mother would always say you get a man how you lose him. So I would never date a man in a relationship because I'm going to lose him. Like, and that's it. He's going to cheat and, Mm -hmm. you know, that's how I'm going to lose him. So just be very careful about karma. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you what I wrote back? Sure. Okay. So a lot of it is green with exactly what Joy Marie just said. So I I said the best of luck. I know. So I said, you have to give her space to figure out her shit. I would tell her this. I love you with all my heart. I don't want to break up a marriage if you aren't positive you want to be with me. I think it's best for us not to talk until you're divorced because I can't be some side guy or like Mm -hmm. Mr. Mistress, whatever. I love you. I do want to be with you, but you need to figure this out and I'm not going to speak to you. And this is what I said. Whatever you do, do not continue to let her cheat with you because if you guys do end up together and you had an affair, it's going to be really hard for you to trust her. Yeah, like how that's right. a, that's the thing with people that like cheat on other people with you how you're never gonna trust that person yeah like soulmate nope. or not you ha- like 
if you like you said, you made a vow to this other person, you have to handle it in the correct grown up way. Yep. Exactly. So I lastly said you have to give her space to do some soul searching. Give yourself a time limit for her to make up her mind if that helps you. And if she stays with her husband, whatever she's telling you, just know actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't officially leave him, you will need to do your best to find your second soulmate out there. Do you do you agree with that advice? Absolutely. Yeah. And okay. there is more than one soulmate. There, there, uh, you know. you're right? There is. Yeah, for sure. And I know this is, I probably shouldn't say this because I don't want to discredit what they have, but it's like, it seems like an hour and a half away is not <laughs> they're that. Ha- they're 30 I, minutes I, now. Yeah, oh, but before, a before you're to break right. up over it. So yeah. like, you're right. An hour and a half to break up. It's like, I think she was secretly wanting to break up with you. And maybe she's going like having a bad week with her husband. Yeah, and she's just right. like not a very trustworthy person. And like she didn't on her husband because maybe they were fighting that week. Like that's not, she, I don't know about her morals and values. And if you can trust someone that like. <laughs> well, she just seems a little fickle because she's been the one that's made all the decisions. Like she yeah. was the one that broke up with him. Then she was oh, the one true. that, that it sounds like she, she engaged with him about like, oh, like she still has feelings for him. So uh, yeah, I don't know. She's a little all over the place. Like if she was unsure about this new guy, she didn't have to get married. Right. Yeah, and if there were soulmates, an hour and a half is nothing. That's a hundred percent. An hour and a half is nothing. So it all seems a little. I I just think she's kind of playing with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Or she might just be an impulsive person. So to right. figure, yeah, I think the advice, the ultimate advice is, yeah, take a step back, let her figure out her shit, and then and don't talk to her while she's figuring no. out her shit. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be hard. Come on, It'll but be I'll hard. say be fr- be friendly, right? But not like romantic, right. right? Don't have like long late night, like no, don't sex. Yeah, because where's her husband? Um, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> All right, we got another email for you. What else do we got in the These mailbox? Are tough, aren't yeah. they? That one was a good one. I, I knew I needed to do that one for you because it was like, I don't know, it was, just was like, it, was, it was a good one. Yeah, that was good. Okay, this email is from Sandra, who is also 24 years old. Sandra wrote, I recently became single after two years. I did what any recently single girl would do and downloaded Tinder and met the perfect guy. (laughs) We love all of the same things and just happen to have a lot of weird things in common. We have been on three amazing dates and it just feels so right. But then he told me his car was in the shop, so he had to cancel our next date. After some questions, it turns out he went out on a Wednesday night and had a bunch of drinks and then drove home, got caught, arrested, and charged with a DUI. Oh, God. I know. (laughs) I am not too sure what to make of this because it has only been three dates and I can't speak to his character. What would you do in this situation? Would this be a deal breaker? I'm so confused. Hmm. What would you do? What would you do if you were in her situation? Is a guy (sighs) that you've been on three dates with who gets a DUI... Is, would that be a deal breaker? Like a big red flag? No. No. It, it wouldn't be, but I'm from Baltimore, so people do crazy <laughs> things. It wouldn't be a deal breaker, but I would I would put them, I would keep an eye out on him. Because <laughs> this is your warning. You know, I, I, would keep a, I would keep a good eye on out on him. You know, I've made bad decisions. I haven't gotten a DUI, bad decisions, but I've, I've made some pretty bad decisions in my life. And if people were to judge me off of that one decision, I would feel kind of slighted and so I, I do feel that just because one person makes one bad mistake doesn't mean doesn't make them a bad person so I wouldn't write him off but I would talk to him about it and say have you gotten a DUI before do you like to drink a lot Tell, like how much do you drink on a regular basis do you like why did you drink and drive like try to get inside his mind to understand why the hell he would do that and then if he says you know things that make sense okay fine give him a pass 
keep an eye out on him when you're at the bar. You know, what's he doing? But um, if he's, ex- you know, if he's excusing his behavior or making light of it, then it, this might be a serious problem. And maybe you should, you know, cut your losses. Yeah, I agree. I think it could it could mean absolutely nothing or it could mean Some a huge red flag. And yeah, it's totally in how he responds and handles it. And like, I mean, I know you've only been on three dates, but I do think that now that he's shared that information with you that he had a DUI, he does owe you like, like you shouldn't even have to ask that many questions and delve that deep. He should get ahead of it and like explain to you what was going on. I also think like it kind of matters like how drunk was he? Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, is he like a hot mess person that gets like crazy fucked up in general? Like, you don't want to date someone. No. You don't want to date someone that's like getting blacked out. But like, is this like literally like a one time thing? And he's like, I am so embarrassed by this. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm so humiliated. This does not speak to my character whatsoever. Like, that's a different thing. It is for the for the record. It is never okay to drink and drive. Don't do it. Don't. I. Like now, like I made some stupid mistakes in college mm-hmm. and now Same. That's I, why I can't judge you. I, like, no, I will. I was really stupid. I really regret it. I'm glad like nobody got hurt. Like, mm-hmm. like really bad mistakes. And I now I won't drive at all if I've had one beer. Cause what's the point? Like you're yep. not even going to be bu- buzz, but like, but you are impaired a little bit and your senses are going to be a little bit off. So it's either like not go big or go home, but like, I'm either going to have like three drinks and like, or like a couple glasses of wine at dinner and like take an Uber. Like, right. yeah, just, there are many ride sharing apps now. There is so, so no, many options. There is legit. So no excuse now, like do not drink and drive at all. No. But yeah, I, I think I agree with Jemmery. Like see, how he see how he responds to this mm-hmm. yeah and and, and yeah good luck yeah um guys we hope that was helpful if you listeners at home want your questions answered or if you have funny text messages or messages from an app you want to share you can email us at contact at this is why your single show.com like i we always say we give best friend advice <laughs> That, that that's the type of advice you're gonna get from us. Big we're not cis advice. We're not therapists, but we can be your big your big sis, your your BFFs. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is the engagement game. Yep, named after Joy Marie's book. That's the title of her book, The Engagement Game. Um, so yeah. That, that is the topic of this week. So, Joy, why do you think it's – do you think it's wrong how modern-day women get engaged? I mean, like, now it's such a spectacle. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's wrong. I, I, honestly, it's it's whatever you prefer, honestly. Like, I'm not going to take – if you have dreamed of your guy getting down on one knee in front of the world and Disneyland. going viral <laughs> – then do you indulge? We only live once, and I'm not here to rain on anyone's parade. I feel the same way. You know, live. I love it, and I love to see love. I love to see the proposals. Like I'm, I'm one of those girls. But for me personally, I just I was that girl who was obsessed with it. Who watched, you know. Every show on TV, every David Tutera spinoff, I just became <laughs> so... And there's a lot of them. <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of them. And I had to like unravel a little bit from it. I had to unlearn a lot of that. Like, why am I so obsessed with marriage? Why am I always like pushed toward marriage and the men in my lives aren't, you know? And I just, I felt for me personally that I had to... Marriage was, I was holding it up as some of this sort of value judgment for myself. Like, if I get married, then I'm sort of better... Or I'm a woman. Yeah, I think a lot of women have that 
in their heads. Yeah. And I had to, I had to unlearn that. And so I think, um, I think that is an issue. Um, but the way that we get engaged, it's like, do you, you know, love is love, but, but, you know, get engaged for the right reason. Don't get engaged because you think it's going to say something about yourself as a woman or say something about yourself as a partner. Like, it's just like a life step. Um, so speaking of that process of like trying to get engaged or wanting to get engaged, your sister had suggested five steps for getting a guy to propose to you. What were they and why did they not work? Okay. So they did work. Because I wouldn't be, cl- they, they did work. He oh, did, they did work. He did okay. come back saying, I'm ready to propose, but I said no. But And you attribute that to the five steps? I just attribute that to my common sense. But <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> but so my sister, my older sister, Jasmine, she's happily married and she was pregnant at the time. And she gives really, like you said, big sister, you know, best friend advice. And so step number one was make a list of what you want in a husband. Now, I was 28 years old in this relationship, five years in, and I had never asked myself what I want in a husband. It just sounds sort of counterintuitive. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I'll make a list. And so my list was like, has integrity, is honest, is respectable, respects me, um, sort of general things. It wasn't like makes, you know, ADK. Like it was, (laughs) you know, qualities that I want in a husband, in a partner. I made the list. Step two was, and I get some of the steps confused, but step two was something like uh, keep yourself up. I'm like, I do that. It's part of my job. You know, I'm in entertainment. I have to, you know, have, you know, make sure I have two eyebrows. I have to make sure, <laughs> you know, my fupa's down. And all these things. Like, you got to like, look good. Yeah, I got to. Like, Polished. Done. Yeah, just, you know, presentable. Dr- dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Right. Advice I heard early on. <laughs> Exactly. And so I'm like, all right, done. That's easy. Step three was date yourself. And I was like, huh. And I was very, at that time, very uncomfortable being alone. Um, And I had never spent a lot of time alone. It was just uncomfortable for me. Like, what's the point of this? I'm I'm already by myself. I don't need to spend more time with myself. And she's like, yeah, Joy, but you are foregoing things that you find pleasure in because you don't have someone to do them with. Like, you know, you've been dying to go biking in Central Park for an entire year. Just go by yourself, like, if you can't find someone to do it with. And so she challenged me to date myself and to be comfortable with being alone because if you're not, and it still rings in my head her voice, but she's like, if you're not comfortable being alone, you can't be comfortable with someone else. And I I, love that. And I get that now. Yeah, it it took me a while, but now, like, nothing is more... fun to me than going to a restaurant with a book and a glass of wine and like Mm. just sitting at a table by myself whereas before I would maybe be embarrassed now I love it and I feel like people kind of nod they're like respect they're like respect she's (laughs) she's having a nice night that night looks that night looks good Mm -hmm. yeah plus if you feel like you can't do something because the person that you're with doesn't want to do it with you then you're going to start to resent them yep that's what happens. <laughs> I understand. So there shouldn't be any boundaries in the things that you want to do. It's just like, okay, this thing I will do alone. Yeah. And so I challenge, I went to the movies. I write in the book about going to the movies by myself and how I was so nerve wracked. And so I bought the <laughs> ticket ahead of time and I took a glass of wine in there in, in a little t- mug to go. Anyway, um, and so the and the fourth step was make sure that he has a life. So if he wants to go out with his friends, encourage let him that. go out. Let him go. And I was always the girl who was ready to, Y'all going out? Oh, me too. Let's go. Like, <laughs> let's go. We're all going out. Oh, I think I'm good at that one. Like Nick will have poker nights and a couple times he's asked me if I want to join. And now he doesn't even ask me anymore because so many times I was like, no, go have your boys <laughs> night. Yes. 
Yeah. And it's it's good for them to have a life of their own as well and sort of foster their own. Hopes then they don't and regret dreams. being in a relationship. Yep. Like they don't miss their independence if you're encouraging of it. Right? It's true. Plus, if you're busy dating yourself, then you'll have plans anyway. Exactly. exactly. No, it, it actually is. <laughs> true. Yeah. No, it is good to have, have a full lo- social calendar. So that, you know, sometimes you could, there's, you can do stuff together, but And other even times just like having a night by yourself at home is, is kind of nice. You can like, yeah. nice. like, I'm sure like Angela, do you ever, you miss watching like Dancing with the Stars and stuff, which like if Ian's not home, you can do that. <laughs> More so lately. I, I, I can't wait for Ian to not be home certain nights so I can watch American Horror Story because he's afraid of the violence. Oh, so, well, me too. Me too. <laughs> and, so, well, which is like, I mean, it's also like not exactly the kind of show you want to watch in an apartment all by yourself alone. But this, that's what I do in my See, alone time. Ian and I are so the same person. It's crazy. There's been like a couple nights lately where Nick has like come home from work and he's like, I just want to unwind and like watch a show. But I'm like reading a book or something. And he's like, OK, good. That means I can go in the other room and watch one of my scary shows because he has like a list of scary shows that he has to watch by himself. Yep. So if I'm like not in the mood, if I'm not ready to watch TV with him yet, he gets like excited. Yeah. Ian calls I them my did. stories. He's like, you're going to watch your stories? Aww. Aww. That's cute. Like back yep. in the day. So what's the last rule? What's number five? The engagement chicken. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> all like, leads and she's like, do not do this unless he's the one, Joy. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And okay, it yeah. just... Uh, that night you can read about it in the book, but it just did not turn out well. Too bad no any neighbors didn't come over. No, not in my not in not, my building. Not in your building. Did, have you cooked chicken for your current my new boo? Your well, he's read boo. the book cover to cover, so he can't fall for it. He can't fall for it. He's like, it. Mm, smells like chicken. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm never eating chicken around you. That's so funny. But, um, but no, I asked my sister. I'm like, well, did you ever cook this chicken for her husband? And actually, and he was there. So he's in the room and he's like, yeah, did you ever cook the chicken for me? She's like, no, I cooked you engagement oxtails. Like, cause we're from my, my father's from the Bahamas. So she's like, I cooked it. It worked anyway. <laughs> That's you, can, you can adapt yeah. it. Yeah. You can adapt it. So. Well, uh, if any listeners out there that are, that are getting close to engagement and it's been something you have mutually discussed, you mutually right. want and you, you follow these rules. Uh, let us know. I feel like these are all good rules to follow just in life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe not the chicken because I, I don't really, I don't eat poultry. But, <laughs> but, but if you're into chicken. But yeah. I like dating myself, encouraging encouraging my guy to do his own thing. You want to, you know, you look good, you feel good. What was the first one? I feel like I'm missing uh, Make one. a list. So and like making you're very a list. Clear. And I've always said, I feel like Nick was like created out of clay for me because I, I, I did create a list and he is like, legit every single thing on my list and and some of them like didn't even go together like and and he still <laughs> does it i don't know it doesn't make any sense he's like a magical it's just like being, being practical magic guys it is like he was they created out of spell my mind yeah. all right this all brings us on to our reason of the week break down You shouldn't get engaged until you're ready and in the right relationship, of course, if you want to get engaged at all. Joy is going to have to guess which celebs recently felt they were ready to put a ring on it and which are holding off on the ring in a game we call the the literal literal engagement engagement game. (laughs) We are going to name a celebrity and you have to guess if they're engaged or not. Pretty simple. Okay. You ready to play? Yes. Angela, take it away. Okay. Ronda Rousey. No. No, she's not. Shh. 
she is engaged. I did not know that. I didn't know this either until Angela found this. To another, to a UFC fighter. And apparently they took engagement photos where she was in a suit carrying him down the aisle. What? That's amazing. Oh, I love that. You go around to Rousey. Huh. I should have known that one. Yeah. Um, Entertainment reporter. Terrible. <laughs> one of our, our favorite SNL guys, Michael Shea. No. Yes. He is not. He is still on the market. Yes, I heard about his texting debacle. Yeah, I know. What was that about? Yeah, yeah. So I knew. I don't know. I, I I heard about that too. It's some weird text, but it was like with some. And the girl talked about it on her podcast, right? And, and then like, I he was the like, proof. "I have receipts, yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. I love. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that he called her out. She was like, she made up a story about him, like saying, like I, I don't remember, I don't, I don't, remember I don't even want to say it wrong, but she, she basically made up some story on her on her podcast, and he was like, that's absolutely not true. These are the actual texts, Ooh. right? I don't know, it was yeah, crazy. That's terrible. Don't lie on your texts. <laughs> yeah, people, These celebrities have text drama too. Yeah. Um, all right, next celebrity. Bill Murray, engaged or not engaged? Huh. I know he's been engaged before. Yes. Because he was engaged to Corinne Steffens, a.k.a. Superhead. I don't know if you guys know that. I don't know that. You don't want to know who she is. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, don't, you don't. This is turning into an episode of Who Weekly. <laughs> he's, Bill Murray has had a weird love life. Bill Murray. Um, I'm going to say yes. Oh, no. Darn it. I didn't know he was single. I just assumed he was like happily married dude. But oh, I know no. he'll commit. He's like a kind of a dog. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Um, okay. Next up, Mandy Moore. Engaged, not engaged. Didn't she recently get married? No, she didn't get married yet. Well, I know she's, she was, yeah, she's engaged. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. To the musician Taylor Goldsmith. Yes. I'm so happy to hear this because she, I knew she went through... I personally know. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I had read that she went through a pretty hard time after after her divorce, as yeah. anybody I read that as well. Does. I read that too. As anybody would. Uh, and we were all worried about Mandy Moore. I was worried about her. She seems like a genuinely like cool chick. Yeah, she seems super sweet. Yeah. She's thriving now. She's on a hit show. She's yeah. engaged. Exactly. She's never been. Never been. That's how life is. It's just uh, ups and downs. When it rains, it pours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up, Angela, who we got? James Franco. Engaged or not engaged? No. That was an easy one, yeah, too, no, right? He's, he's just... God bless him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he likes to do his own he's, thing. Yeah, he's doing his thing. Yeah. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. No, but I love her. And she doesn't need a ring. She don't need a ring. No, she's very... I love her. I don't know if you saw her, she's amazing. her speech at like... What was it recently? Marie Claire? No. Oh, yeah, she gave... One she was, She was on a magazine cover recently. She's Glamour? Maybe? I can't remember. They all get mixed I up know. in yeah, my head. She's like very pro-like... Being proud of your singledom or yeah. not being ashamed of choosing your own path. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I just, I, lo- I love her in general. Yeah, me too. Um, this one you're gonna get, Angela, Meghan Markle. Yes, <laughs> Prince Harry. The royal wedding is happening, my friends. They are like the most famous fianced people yeah. in the world right now. Absolutely. Uh, I wonder what she's going through. Uh, you know, I'm stressful. It seems like a lot. I couldn't do it. Her whole honestly. life is changing. But you know what? If she's kind of like, you know what? I, I acted for seven years. I'm kind of over it. I really. I was a dealer, no deal girl, yeah, which like, is my favorite fact about <laughs> Oh, Meghan I didn't Markle. know that. That's funny. Yeah, she I held the suitcase. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> or she's like, you know, and she's like, you know what? I really, I really like helping people and like doing UN shit. Yeah. And like, it's true. And like, I'm going to marry this like super hot, nice guy. And like, my career will literally be to help people. 
It and sounds like it. a good, a win, win, win. And yeah. she's like, and you know what? I'm kind of over America. I like love America's kind of going through a hot mess right now. Yeah, sure. Like I, I would love to live in the United Kingdom. Like, like this is like in a cottage, in a cottage. Yeah, like, right? like it honestly sounds like her life is like a win, win, win. And people always say, if you're going to marry like one of the Royals, like Harry's a good one because he's like, he's fun. There's a lot of prestige, yeah, but he'll never, you'll never have to be queen. Yep. Most likely you'll never have to be queen. Yeah. You, there's just less pressure on you. Especially, and like even Prince Harry admitted that recently. He was like, pretty soon, like Prince William and Kate's kids, all the attention is going to be on their kids. So like, he's going to be out of the spotlight pretty soon and she'll, she's going to have a lot less pressure on her. That's true. It's kind of nice. Good luck to her yeah. though. She's going to need it. All right. We got three more for you. Okay. Quentin Tarantino. Mm, um, That's a tough one. I'm going to no. Oh, I didn't man. know this either. He is engaged to an Israeli singer named Daniela Pick. Huh. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. yeah. Good is for him. Is this his first marriage? No. I don't know. That I don't know. I don't know that much. I feel mm. like no. He did date Kathy Griffin in the 90s, oh. but they never made it I down can the see aisle. that pair. Right? I cannot see that pair. That is like, that weirds me out. She fire made a, a cameo in Pulp Fiction. Really? Yep. Some Wait, she did? What was her role in Pulp Fiction? Um, somebody's, What is the scene? It's where somebody gets shot and she's like, are you okay? That, that's, the, <laughs> that's her whole thing. <laughs> so I don't think he's been engaged. I'm like looking at his Wikipedia right now. It doesn't appear he's ever been married. Just well, so yeah. you know. Um, next up, Angela. John Stamos. Engaged or not engaged? Yes. I heard yeah. about this. Yeah, this was like, yeah, it made the I rounds. I recorded this. He did like his fiance. It's an actress named Caitlin McHugh. She's one of those girls who's obsessed with Disney. (laughs) So he did the the Disney engagement. Classic. Classic. That's nice. Thanks, Uncle Jesse. Yeah. Good for her. I I read a a (laughs) blog that was like, do we have to call her Aunt Caitlin now? Nope. (laughs) Yeah, she'll never be Aunt Becky. Come on. (laughs) Um, Last one, Jennifer Lopez. No, but I, you know, I could see it happening. Any day now. You think like, so? Literally, it has to. A Rod is going to propose any. Have, did you I not so. see the Vanity Fair picture with her butt where he's holding up the dress <laughs> yeah, yep. in that sequin thong? Like, and the, they look so good together. They look I so know. good. And like, they even that, in, I read the whole interview and they were like, if we had met at any other point in our lives, it would not have worked out. Aww. Like, we met at the right time where we both have been through so much. We both had so much success. Like, him being obviously an extremely successful baseball player, her an extremely successful multi-talented singer and actress. She said like, you know, hit movies, whatever. And like they, they, they've been through all that and they've also- they have their kids already. They already have their like, kids. Yeah. yeah. Like it was just like, they've done all this stuff. They've had the ups and downs and careers and like, and like he's gone through hard times. And it's just like, it just goes to show you sometimes you meet your true love like later on in life. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like a few husbands later. Yeah. <laughs> Just a couple. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, good job on this. This was Yay. a hard quiz. It was. Uh, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Thank you so much to our guest, Joy Marie McKenzie. You can follow her on Instagram at DCFab. Yep. And make sure you check out her book because it's really great. We have it here in the studio. It's called The Engagement Game why I said I don't to marriage and I do to me. You can get it on Amazon. Any other plugs we should tell people about? Audible, all those, Barnes and Noble. Just get it everywhere. But Wherever no, books are sold. That's it. And, you know, catch our catch my work on abcnews.com and Good Morning America's website. Yeah. 
But thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Oh, I'm so glad that you came on. Thank you so much. And thank you for explaining Engagement Chicken. Finally. Of of course. Uh, a little plug for our own book. Uh, check out our book also. This is Why You're Single is available on Amazon, Barnes Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. So do a little double purchase. You can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors for a full list of sponsors and the codes. Check out our podcast page on thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. We're also on social media. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. You can follow our personal accounts. I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Instagram and at Laura Lane on Twitter. And I am at Sparadactyl on Instagram and Twitter. Please like and subscribe to us on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. This is why you're single. 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 That was a HeadGum Podcast.